one of the things that's been playing with my mind lately is the fact that this series has been so vast and so almost hard to define for me personally, and I'm the one doing it. And so one of the things I was wanting to do was think about how I could condense it if I had to. If I, if I was really pushed to it, what are the one or two ideas that I could say that this is encapsulates my philosophy as it stands presently? And one of the things that I think I wanted to focus on with this is principles. I think a true principle will always be true, but the application of that principle has to adapt over time. So what I'm trying to look at is principles, true principles that hold true both in the world of psychological development and physical development. Principles that we can utilize in multiple areas of our lives and successfully move towards becoming the best version of ourselves, or at least how we perceive the best version of ourselves to be. Which I think is important to say because nobody should assume that they know what someone else should be. And since I often talk about the importance of humility, that kind of follows as, as we're trying to have humility in our lives and look for opportunities to be humble. So trying to think about the one or two principles that would best manifest themselves uh, was an interesting exercise that I went through. The initial ones that came to my mind were things like taking personal responsibility, which is something that is a sign of maturity and it's a sign of willingness to do what is required. And it's, it's generally a benchmark of successful people anyway. So that idea was kind of straightforward. There's a few ideas there that are straightforward. I talk a lot about self-awareness, and of course, I think it's pretty easy to realize how that can have a positive outcome as far as the, the physical and the personal improvement areas that we're looking at. But today, one came to my mind that I think isn't quite as intuitive. And I think the reason why is because it sometimes carries about a bad connotation. And that's the principle of faith. And I think it's highly rejected by people who reject religion because they seem to be kind of tied at the hip. And I think it's a sad thing that people reject the idea of faith because they reject the idea of religion. And I think part of that is probably just the language thing. One of the things in English we do is we'll call a religion a faith. But at its core, faith is the 
belief in what could be. Taken to its extreme, if we don't allow a belief in something, then we can't have presuppositions of, of any kind, really, and that includes scientific presuppositions. I kind of mocked this concept recently in an uh, audiobook that I had made. It's, it's a, available, the first part anyway, online. I haven't finished, I haven't updated it recently. Um, if there's demand for it, then I'll continue with it. But it's a story that is purely satirical called Timegeddon. And the way that I kind of joke at the idea of faith being removed is that mankind decides that the freedom of belief isn't in our best interest, so as such, we decide to first define religion, to close all loopholes there, and then ban it, and since we're not, we're not allowed to believe anything that can't be empirically proven anymore, it turns out that the scientific community is hampered by this too, because they can't put forward any kind of hypotheses, lest they be accused of having blind faith. So obviously it's an extreme and a silly oversimplification of this concept, but that's sometimes the best way to, to come to terms with a position. I don't think it's any coincidence that the civilizations that have allowed freedom of belief have been the ones to make the greatest advancements in science, in medicine, in civility to one another. That's not to say that our current culture is perfect, of course. There's always room for improvement. But the people that I hear trying to say that religions shouldn't be allowed, that to me is saying freedom of belief shouldn't be allowed. You can only believe what I think you should believe, which is a pretty evil mindset to take on. I think it was yesterday I was speaking of the idea that if you want to know whether something is possible, you have to proceed as if it is possible, and that is essentially an act of faith, which I believe to be extremely important in the, in the realm of physique improvement, and in fact any improvement of any kind. So that's bringing me around to my point where if I had to name something vital to this paradigm that I'm attempting to create, I think faith might be one of the unsung heroes. Well, I'm not sure that I have a lot more to say on that. I know this was kind of a brief episode, but I think it was a bit of an interesting one. It was a little bit abstract. I think it's a shame that some people reject the idea of faith purely because of a resentment towards religion. I think doing so will limit them in a very profound way, and I think it will have the opposite results as they would want from their lives. It's a bizarre thing because my girlfriend, who I dearly love, has a very different 
view on things than I do. And she's a member of several atheist groups who, to her credit, she's been avoiding quite a bit lately because she has observed the same things I've observed, which is that there seems to be an extreme closed-mindedness there. The position seems to be that if you don't believe what they believe, which is in nothing, then you are somehow a bad person, which is a weird stance to take on, seeing as most of them are also very accusatory of religion as a whole. Not a specific religion, but basically everything that identifies as a religion as being horrible and evil and nasty and their response is to be horrible and evil and nasty towards them. I think I got to thinking about this today because I was in a bookstore reading through some stuff and I passed a book that said atheism. And I almost expected it to be an empty book, a book with empty pages in it because I thought, what is there really to say about it? I mean, you don't believe in a god, as far as I can tell. That's, I mean, it doesn't really require a philosophical explanation. It's just simply that you find no reason to believe in God, and I can appreciate that. Even if that is, you know, your your view on life, hopefully hopefully you can still have the humility to accept that not everyone's come to that conclusion. And even if you haven't gotten to that point, that's, that's okay too, I suppose, to the extent where you're not being a hypocrite and, you know, being as closed-minded as you're accusing religion of being. You know, you say, well, you're closed-minded because you don't accept science, which is not true, but that's what seems to be said a lot. Whereas, you know, some some take on the attitude that, while there definitely is no God, and which is an equally closed-minded position, but that's not even really my point. My point is hopefully, hopefully you can find the humility to not cut yourself off from good things just because they are associated with religion, or for that matter, I guess the expression is throwing away the baby with the bathwater, is something probably all of us are guilty of to some extent because of these associations we make. Well, if this is your first time listening to this, welcome. (laughs) This is basically how it goes, is me rambling and trying to connect some ideas. So maybe I connected some that got you to thinking, and if so, mission accomplished. But I'm going to end it there for today.